0: Hello everyone and welcome to another brand new episode by The Wellness Aura. Today we have with us Ms. Gatra, who is a food technology graduate who will help us understand the concept of algae and how it could possibly be a sustainable food source of the future. Welcome to our channel, Gatra. We are delighted to have you with us.
1: Hi, Swadi. Uh, so I'm so glad to be a part of your podcast.
0: Thank you. That's that's really good to hear. So Gatra, to begin with, um recently we have been, you know, seeing how everyone from health conscious consumers to yeah. animal feed companies are mm-hmm. all searching for healthy and affordable sources of, you know, alternative proteins and nutrients, right? Yeah. So could you, could you tell us a little bit about the current condition of agriculture, farming and just the food industry as a whole? And why is there a need to look for an alternate source of food?
1: Of course, Swadi, uh, I can really do that. Mm-hmm. So I'm really glad that you came up with uh, this topic in our discussion <laughs> as it has become a subject of interest in recent years. So uh, would you love to hear something about food security? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, because it's really connected to this topic. That's why. Okay? okay. So let me say something about food security. Like it's a state of having a reliable access of sufficient quantity of affordable and nutritious food. So this is something more like a definition, right? So I can just give you an example. Like, uh, just think about a farmer and a food industry and a nutritionist. They all go hand in hand, right? They just uh, work all day long so that we all get nutritious food all day long, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, this is something like we can, uh, just because of them, we can afford and access to nutritious Mm -hmm. food all uh, our lives, right? Yeah. So, this is known as food security. Like, uh, it's being produced and we get that. In our hands all day long, so um, now food security is being like it's protected. Uh, so when do you think we can
0: achieve food security, or what would be the major step to attain this? At this point, Katra, I really don't know. You can you can please enlighten us.
1: <laughs> okay, I can do this.
0: So yeah, Swati, uh But
1: um, uh, the one way that we can ensure food security is by uh, checking out the agricultural practices, is it going in a right way, uh, and everything. So now, okay. in uh, re- uh, recently, it's all going perfectly well.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: don't you think there are many barriers like climatic changes and mm-hmm. global warming, mm-hmm. because of which we can't attain uh, the food security? Don't you think that would be a major problem?
0: Yeah, in, in the sound so.
1: Yeah that's why so the main problem is the excessive pollution of soil water Mm -hmm. and atmospheric air caused Mm -hmm. by intensive cultivation of plants and livestock production Mm -hmm. don't you think so
0: exactly yeah we can see like in the recent climate change and all the activists going against it and organic farming coming up right
1: Yeah, that's why. And we have got just one day uh, to observe all these problems Mm -hmm. so that we are uh, celebrating World Environment Day today, right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So it shouldn't be just uh, concentrated on one day. We should always be checking about the issues related to Mm -hmm. the environment and all like, because it's all connected to uh, us and our future generation. It's going to be a a real problematic thing in the future. Because if uh, a small act of throwing something out or something like uh, the a lot of pollution and everything can uh, directly affect us in the future.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay? Exactly.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we could say that farmers could adopt sustainable farming practices. All that sounds good. Like the crop rotation. Have you studied it in smaller classes? Do you remember it?
0: about the crop production. Yes, yes, I know. Yeah,
1: yeah. But all of these help, but to a certain limit, like it can be limited, okay? Mm -hmm. So the threats to the natural environment resulting Mm -hmm. from agricultural activity Mm -hmm. include ammonia and greenhouse gas emissions and all. Mm -hmm. So in addition to this, the use of agrochemicals, mainly mineral fertilizers and pesticides increase the pressure on the natural environment. You Mm -hmm. can see all these things in use these days, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah.
1: So a very promising option can be both the direct and indirect use of algae biomass in the mm-hmm. agricultural production.
0: Okay. Um. So based on what you just spoke about, it really seems like algae could possibly be a sustainable food or alternative in the coming future. And yeah, will just get a little more insights, can you throw some light on the present food consumption habits among? youngsters and adults, and the proportion of nutrient intake that is generally consumed by the population, and just how much of a concern should this be? Of course, Swadhyay can do this.
1: So, do you think uh, food is a more basic need of man than shelter and clothing, do you really think? Oh, of
0: course, absolutely. Yeah,
1: yeah because we need food and water to sustain our life, right? Actually, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So yes, of course, because uh, it furnishes the body with the energy required for the building and renewal of body Mm -hmm. tissues and substances that act to regulate body processes Mm -hmm. like, right? So I can explain this. Like, uh, for example, you have got so many metabolic processes going in your body, right? Mm -hmm. Like from the respiration to growth and Mm -hmm. uh, growing of cells and Stuff like that. You've got a lot, exp- uh, like, lot of processes going in your body. You won't know that because everything is done by the body, the nutrients, stuff, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, So the thing what you can do for your body is that you should be providing the right amount of nutrients to your body so that it will perform well. Like mm-hmm. all the metabolic yeah. activities of your body will be done in a very good manner. Mm -hmm. And uh, did you know that a diet should consist of 40% of carbs and uh, 10 to 14% of proteins and 20 20 to 30% of lipids? So on a daily basis, you should make sure that your body isn't deprived of any nutrients that it actually requires. Okay. Okay. Did you get me? Okay. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but... Even if we know that food plays a major role in our life, like we all know that food plays a major role in our life. But uh, how many of us do you think follow a proper diet that supports their system?
0: Not many for sure.
1: Yeah, right. So I personally guess there would be like very few people who follow a good diet mm-hmm. all their lifetime, mm-hmm. right? like you have seen a lot of people right Mm
0: -hmm, yeah
1: they just don't think about uh, the kind of food they are taking or anything like that right
0: yeah makes yeah yeah
1: so most of the time people just love to consume unhealthy food just to satisfy their taste but even we do that sometimes right
0: exactly we eat up and then we go to gyms and work out rather but I think the (laughs) people should be eating a proper nutritious diet rather than you know burning the flag
1: (laughs) yeah that would be good yeah so but uh would not consider that effects that would uh the effects that would uh be facing after it right mm-hmm, like yeah. we just consume the food and mm-hmm. afterwards we just think about like oh that wasn't good for me or mm-hmm. this would be causing some kind of problems to my body but that doesn't make sense yeah
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah I- okay
1: so uh, back during my college days, mm-hmm. we were introduced to something like an RDI chart. It means okay. like recommended dietary intake. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So it says that like, uh, it's something like it uh, gives the average daily intake mm-hmm. level of a particular nutrient. Mm-hmm. Like it can be a vitamin or mineral or something else that is likely to meet the nutrient requirements of a healthy individual. Like this chart is all about, like, how much nutrients should an adult take? Like, it consists of uh, okay, I can just say you, uh, like uh, the particular amount of carbohydrate that you should be consuming, mm-hmm. the vitamin content that you should be consuming, mm-hmm. and uh, they just group uh, all the individuals according to their age and mm-hmm. also according to the gender. Oh,
0: okay. yeah.
1: Yeah, so we should be like considering all of those like Mm -hmm. um, for a common man, he can just meet up a dietitian and then just even if you're a healthy person, like people just Mm -hmm. go to hospitals and after paying their bills, they just see the dietitian Mm -hmm. so that uh, their uh, diet can go well. Or we hear that uh, actress have uh, got a dietitian like that. But we can also just meet them, a nutritionalist or a dietitian, exactly. so that we can get a proper diet. They can mm-hmm. just plan up a proper diet for us mm-hmm. so that we can be taking that. It's not just for uh, a healthy body or a fit, uh, like a fit body. I mean, not a healthy body, a fit body. It's like very important, even for a child, even for a, a old person or a human. Any human being, it's really important that we should be thinking about all of these. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Okay? Yeah. So, yeah, that's uh, something which I want to say.
0: Okay. Uh, Yeah. Now, uh, you made some really interesting points there, right? And as we know, an increasing number of food technologists and scientists are experimenting with organic sources of food and one of the promising results are seen from algae as a means of superfood right yeah so can you tell us what an algae is and how is it even formed or grown or processed or just what it <laughs> about okay uh,
1: so this topic is very interesting because even uh, during my college days we had to study about all these vitamins minerals that was interesting, but not that uh, like you know, like mm-hmm. it was not that much interesting. Like something like a superfood or something like a meat substitute. Uh-huh. This sounds much interesting than mm-hmm. some vitamins, minerals, their contents, right?
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: I was always into that. Like so, at that point of time, I was uh, just surfing in the net. I was uh, reading some research papers. Mm-hmm. So I uh, just caught up my like my mind just caught up in this topic that uh, algae. As a Mm Superfood. And I was uh, searching for a long time. And uh, thank you, Swadi. At this moment, I would really love to thank you that uh, you gave me an opportunity to speak about all of these things. So, yeah. So, um, uh, talking about algae, it's a simple, non flowering, and tropical aquatic plant of a large group that includes the seaweeds and many single celled forms. Mm -hmm. So, you may have seen this green stuff in the pond or stagnant water, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but if it's grown in a very well manner, you can be consuming it, in, it as a food. Oh, okay. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. So the two main kinds of algae which are produced right now is chlorella and spirulina. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, right. uh-huh. These are the uh, two main kinds of algae which are being produced right now. Mm-hmm. So um, chlorella is a fresh water, single cell organism that contains photosynthetic pigments in its chloroplast. So it has got a lot of minerals, which are very good for our body, and both the spirulina and uh, chlorella, both of them have got a bunch of nutrients that are really good for our body. Mm-hmm. So um, I have to say that it contains like, uh, we need many vitamins, right, from A to B, C, there Mm -hmm. are many vitamins Uh so um, algae contains all of this in right good proportions yeah
0: interesting Uh yeah so
1: that's something interesting right because uh, we can uh, the main problem is that you can be consuming meat for your protein requirements Mm -hmm. or egg for your protein requirements but uh, the thing is that we need a very big land or uh, to graze them, or the amount of water that goes in uh, for feeding them, and the amount of grains that go in for feeding them, all those we could feed people, okay? Like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, many people are going uh, hungry these days, right, like, yeah. the, we can see a lot of videos, which would, uh, it's really sad to mm-hmm. uh, see that people. Yeah. So, um, For getting like uh, four kgs of meat, we should be feeding that uh, animal with a lot of food and water. Mm -hmm. So we could uh, just, uh, and that's why algae plays a role here, because uh, we could uh, like minimize the amount of land and the water and uh, the grains and all. And uh, we could be just uh, using that to cultivate algae because algae doesn't require a very fertile land. Like oh. It can also be grown on a stagnant water. Okay. Uh-huh. okay. So yeah. that's uh, that's where its importance comes. Okay.
0: That's interesting. That's really interesting. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it kind of sounds like a sustainable source of a uh, food source. Of course, yes. <laughs> so <laughs> now uh, I would like to ask you that like, what according to you are you know, hmm. possibly some of the compelling benefits of consuming algae and why is it called a superfood?
1: Yeah, uh, Swadi, I would like to address this like uh, it's a bag of nutrients, like mm-hmm. uh, you have got a lot of proteins in it and uh, you have got a lot of minerals, vitamins, which all are good for your body. Mm-hmm. Okay. And plus there is an added benefit that uh, you get a lot of oxygen by producing it like oh, we, we know that as we all know that uh, there are a lot of plants like if we cultivate them we can get oxygen from them
0: mm-hmm. but
1: algae can produce a more amount of oxygen so it's also good for our nature mm-hmm. right?
0: All right
1: yeah, yeah. so uh, this is the main reason and uh, recently I have read something where it can also prevent like it can just boost the immunity of people like Oh. Uh, it can be used. Uh, yeah, it can be given to cancer patients and also to people who are suffering from corona virus.
0: Oh. Yeah. Now that kind so of sums up why it could be called as a superfood.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: that's the thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So yeah, as you as you were saying, you know, algae tends to have some really compelling nutritional benefits that you were just quoting, ranging yeah. from proteins and numerous vitamins. But Gatra, how far do you think people are ready to, you know, accept the concept of algae as a part of their regular diet and do people use it in their recipes today?
1: Yeah, I can see this. Okay, so you would be like, um, we can't just say that um, to the to the common people we can't mm-hmm. just say that this uh particular green thing is so good for you they won't be ready to consume yeah. that right like they mm-hmm. will say that i have got meat i've got these things okay. it's all tasty and i can have them all yeah. so but the thing is like um, you could actually uh communicate to them like uh how we are doing right now right like mm-hmm. the through the podcasts and all mm-hmm. through the medias and uh, the thing which i Uh, got to know is that they're just incorporating it to the simple foods that we are consuming on a daily basis like uh, Mm -hmm. it can be a cookie or it can be something uh, like a ready to eat snack they're just Mm -hmm. incorporating algae into all these things because uh, even now people doesn't know the benefits of the uh, the algae Mm -hmm. like it can really boost your immunity and it can really like people don't uh, just keep up an RDI chart or they just don't see a nutritionist right yeah. but uh they should be checking about their immunity and the mm-hmm. nutritional uh things so uh really do you think like we are just uh, having the proper amounts of carbohydrates and proteins in our daily life no
0: right majority of them no <laughs>
1: yeah majority of them some may be just checking up uh what are they are eating and stuff. Yeah. But majority of them are not. So mm-hmm. by this, we can just make sure that people are getting the right amount of nutrients. Mm-hmm. So here like a microalgae have entered the food market in the form of food supplements, mainly like tablets, capsules. Mm-hmm. Now it's in that this form.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But I guess like later on, it will be just consumed like a regular food. Mm-hmm. So scientists are trying for that and the food industry uh, the people uh, there are trying for this. Mm. So this is the thing.
0: All right. Yeah. That's yeah. that's really great to hear about the health benefits. Mm. And the cookies, yeah. they do sound tasty. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> of course. So before we wrap up this session, I would like to just ask you uh, to you know comment on the recent developments that are ongoing with the algae. And where does it stand as becoming a regular part of our diet today. Okay, so um, the latest
1: superfood that has been entrusted by medical fraternity is spirulina grounder chicky. Have you heard it somewhere like in news or somewhere else?
0: Mm, I, I don't recall. <laughs>
1: okay, it's fine anyway. Like, uh, there is an institute, a mm-hmm. very prestigious in- institute, uh, dedicated just for food technology. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's known as CFTRI. All right,
0: interesting, yeah. Um,
1: It's situated in uh, Mysore, so yeah, this piece of news is from there. So I will Mm -hmm. just uh, say all about it. Mm -hmm. Uh, So this chikki, it's an ideal nutrient snack to strengthen your gut. Okay, Uh yeah, the research body has already supplied tons of seaweed-based snack to healthcare professionals and migrants Mm -hmm. across. Delhi, Bangalore, and Mysuru. Mm-hmm. So uh, they are, there are a lot of scientists there and many assistants are working there. So they just um, come up with very, very interesting ideas. I just check up with them, like uh, in their official sites and mm-hmm. YouTube, just to check about the innovative foods they are coming up with. Uh-huh. They have got this best and best of ideas about innovative foods and superfoods. So the recent thing that I have seen is uh, they have come up uh, with something like the spirulina groundnut chiki, mm-hmm. so that uh, they can just, uh, like the common people also can reap the benefits
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, of algae, right? Like they will just consider it as a snack. They can mm-hmm. eat it, but it can boost your immunity. And they are just saying like, you can uh, take it nowadays mm-hmm. uh, because uh, there is this uh, thing like Corona and all, right?
0: Uh-huh. So it's
1: really uh, hectic to go out and all so you can just take the snack so that it will just increase your immunity it mm-hmm. is not a food against like you can't prevent something uh mm-hmm. the diseases and all but you will just stay safe like you can be healthy mm-hmm. so this is something about uh this uh, recent trends or recent uh, developments in this
0: mm-hmm.
1: um something like
0: the algae yeah all right now, yeah. those were really insightful and, you know, it's really interesting to know about the experiments and developments in the yeah. food technology industry yeah. and about the chitkis and cookies that are coming up. They do sound really delicious and I can't really yeah. wait to have a bite of them, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, to sum it up, you know, end of the day, we all are rather concerned with our fake bits and cracking it. A- tracking the step counts but how many of us really track our daily nutrition intakes? right that's something that you pointed out and you yeah. also brought in the concept of sustainability in terms of food production along yeah. with the numerous compelling health benefits of algae and its promising results of becoming a food of the future right? yeah so gathra thank you Thank you so much for, you know, staying on this show with us. It was a great session and a great talk with you.
1: Welcome, Swadi. I'm so glad. I'm, I'm also so glad to be uh, in your podcast.
0: So thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you for listening. And we look forward to catch up with you all with another interesting topic at the Wellness Aura, your health and wellness podcast.